0: Listening to Ambitious AF, a podcast will help you level up, find positivity and put yourself on top right now and every day for the rest of your life. I'm your host, Caroline Lewis, and each week I will bring you a guest or thought that will motivate you to get out of bed every morning with the willingness to succeed. Being ambitious means you are proud of who you are and everything you've accomplished. Only you can make that happen though. But with the help of this podcast, you will rise to the top. You will find success. You will believe in yourself and manifest happiness and most importantly you will become Ambitious AF. I know you are eager to begin so let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. It is Friday, which means I have another interview for you all today. I'm super, super excited to introduce you to Elisa. So, she is a vision producer, and I don't think you've heard that on my podcast just yet. So, I'm excited for her to go more into her backstory, but also just find that motivation that you all need. And she is the founder of The Happy Cactus. Um, so before I go, or I'm not going to explain the name, um, but I love your name. So let's just dive into who you are, Lisa, and you know how you started your business, why you started your business, and get this going.
1: Thank you so much. I'm really excited to be here. The Ambitious AF name <laughs> is awesome, by the way. Thank you.
0: <laughs> Thank you.
1: So I started my business uh on accident or on purpose depending mm. on how you look at it. Yeah. <laughs> I was in corporate marketing and I had I went to graduate school for to become an executive coach and that was my goal right out of undergrad and I felt like I was too young. It's so funny, like in retrospect, when you look back on your life, because I could have easily started my executive coaching career at that time. But as we were talking about earlier, like mindset and all those Mm -hmm. things play a huge role in your life. And uh, so I decided to... I fell into marketing and I was working at an advertising agency, web firm, all these different marketing type places. And I was doing executive coach coaching on the side. Mm-hmm. So I would find executives that I knew or that I stumbled upon in my city. And I would ask them if I could coach them. And I did and I loved it. And I built a side hustle with coaching and I was never really interested in becoming an entrepreneur. Really? So I kept on this marketing path because I liked it. It was fun and creative and ambitious. <laughs> and I, uh, I met with a coach probably around 2018. I had gotten coaching before, but I, that was my first time really deciding to make an investment Mm -hmm. in coaching myself. So Mm -hmm. I had gotten all the training. I think it was a couple of years um, until after. And I said, okay, I don't really know what I want to do. I think I need to climb the corporate ladder. If I really want to go be an executive Mm -hmm. coach, I Mm -hmm. should be an executive. And at the time, I was a mid-level executive. I was a VP of marketing, Any kind of roles you've had in the past. And I realized that I, most of the positions I had had, I created myself and I saw a need and I created something. And mm-hmm. then I went somewhere else and they saw me and created something for me. And I I realized that I, my path is creating mm. and I create my own path and I'd never looked at it that way. I just thought it was magic or coincidence, but I had 10 years of career experience of where I was creating something. And so she said, yeah, we can't come up with your path because it doesn't exist yet. You have to create it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I was like, at that time it was like mind blown, you know, this whole like, whoa, kind of experience. (laughs) And She said, okay, how can you remember this so that the next time you get stuck and you're like trying to figure out what your next move is, like, how can you remember that this is who you are? You create what you want. So I went back and I was looking at some plants that I had in my my patio at the time. And I saw this little cactus Mm -hmm. that I had. and. It was a bunny ears cactus, and that year in like the plant lovers' world, um, mm-hmm. bunny ears cactus were really trendy. And I think they've come back again too. But I had this, and it looked like it looked like Mickey Mouse. It was oh. so perfect. Mm-hmm. It had it was like a little ball with two little <laughs> balls like right over, and it was so cute. And I was like, I can't wait to post this on Instagram. And uh, but then like. Over the course of time, it started growing like weird, like ears and multiple ears. And it started looking kind of ugly. And I was like, oh man, I like, I missed my chance. I can't post this cuteness. Like, what am I gonna do? I'll just leave it on my patio. And after talking to my coach, I was looking outside and I was like, you know what? That little cactus is so happy. No. It has no idea that it's supposed to be buddy ears. It has no idea what it's supposed to. Be. It's just like out there reaching for the sun, mm-hmm. growing however it wants. And, you know, I'm, I'm the happy. Well, at that time, I was like, I'm going to use this happy cactus as a memory of oh. that. I can create my own path. And um, so I, I, I stayed where I was, and I was really excited that that's who, I, that's who I was. And I started creating things where I worked. I started creating new positions for myself, new campaigns for my role in the company. And I was like, yes, I'm living my happy cactus life. Mm-hmm. I'm really happy. This is great. And then I got bored. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, this isn't it. <laughs> I don't know what I want. <laughs> and so I I worked with another coach. And from there, he, I was like, I don't think at this point, I was more confident in my coaching skills. I was very confident in my career journey. And I said, I don't think executive coaching, it's honestly, it sounds a little boring to me. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's it either and so from he said he, I remember he said well Elisa who are you and I said I'm the happy cactus <laughs> no, I love that <laughs> and he was like what <laughs> what are you talking about he's like I've never had anyone answer a question like that oh that's awesome and so that's what we actually after thinking back to other to past successes and things that really like lighted lit me up I realized that I love helping people produce visions. Mm. And so that's where vision producer Mm -hmm. came about. And I was like, okay, I don't need training. I don't need research. Like Mm -hmm. I can be a vision. I am. a. am already the happy cactus. I'm Mm -hmm. already a vision producer. I can literally start today. It's not the future. The future is now. Mm -hmm. And. Two weeks after that, amazing revelation. <laughs> I got let go of my job. Oh my gosh! Completely, like bucket of cold water. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so I was like, okay, well, I didn't mean the future is now. Now, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it definitely took it literally.
1: Yeah, so I that was um, at the end of 2019, mm-hmm. and then 2020 was just last year. Yeah. I was like, okay, I guess I'm doing it.
0: Yeah, so
1: now I'm doing it.
0: Oh my gosh, I love that! Holy moly, <laughs> that is like I think the most inspirational how I got into this journey, story I've had on this podcast. <laughs> so thank you. That is absolutely amazing. And it actually reminded me. So one of my favorite books is Gabby Bernstein's The Universe Has Your Back. I'm not sure if you read it, but there was a section in there and she was talking about like everyone has a um, a special product or uh, theme or something that they always see continuously that makes them happy, right? That like puts a smile on their face that makes them feel comforted or that makes them feel like uh, they are supposed to be here. So for you, that's the cactus. Um, But I love how you've been able to use that as well to brand your business Um, because the story behind that is so motivational because To your point, it's, you know, it's, we're always growing. We're always, you know, searching for different things to make us even more happy than we are. And there's nothing wrong with that because we change over time. So, you know, as this little cactus is growing up and he's sprouting his new life and new phases of life, you took that literally like, oh, well, that's like everyone. That's me. I'm now the happy, happy cactus. I absolutely love that. Um, that's quite amazing. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> I gave you the long
1: version of the story. (laughs) No,
0: well, thank you. That's so amazing. And as a vision producer, if you don't mind walking through, um, you know, why that specific niche um, and just a little bit more story behind uh that because I think you could have also been you could have chosen the path of, of like motivational coach or inspirational coach but you choose you know vision uh so which I absolutely love so if you have you know just some more story behind that I'd love to learn it
1: yeah well working at a tech company when I was first on the executive coach journey I was working with a lot of men mm. and then I went to this tech company and there were a At our office, there were 150 employees and only 10 women. And I was like, why am I helping men? (laughs) So that was like step one. Like, okay, I really want to see women grow. And at that time it was women leaders, which is still a passion of mine. Mm -hmm. Like, let's get more women at the table. Mm -hmm. And that's that's the direction I want to go. So then once Vision Producer came, and it's interesting how long things take, right? Mm -hmm. Like it took me, I had decided to become a coach almost 10 years before all of this came to pass. Mm -hmm. And now a lot of the, the dreams that I had 10, literally 10 years ago are coming to pass now. And it's just a reminder to me, like, you know, you hear so many overnight success stories and I've had successes along the way, but it's definitely been a journey Mm -hmm. to, to figure all this out. And for me, it's taken a little bit longer. Um, so I had, I knew I wanted to work with women and then I started thinking about, well, what kind of women and who am I attracted to? who do I just have so much fun working with and what kinds of conversations do I love to have? Mm -hmm. If I'm going to create something, I want to love it. Mm -hmm. And so I love talking to women with big visions, whether it's something, whether they are starting a business or they are in their business. Uh, Right now I have a client who is started in a completely new department for her company. And that is visionary mm-hmm. to me and that is cool. And I I just get so excited when people want to create new things and because I'm a creator also. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's my way of being a thought partner with them and just to help them, I call it... Um, I say that when you have a lot of ideas in your head, it's kind of feels like spaghetti. Mm -hmm. And so my job using my coaching background is to untangle that spaghetti Mm -hmm. one noodle at a time. So a lot of visionary women that I work with have so many ideas and so many passions and there's lots of great things. And sometimes we do tackle all of them, but we do it one at a time. Yeah. Yeah. that's what that's what I do it's like it's a kind of a mix of coaching and consulting and really being a thought partner and then doing the work with them so I'm creating with them I'm bringing consultants in with them I'm Mm -hmm. just that person along the, the whole journey yeah I love
0: that I and and that's so important because uh and even when you you kind of started this and you even realized that you needed a mentor as well um, sometimes we when we're feeling like this lack of fulfillment in our lives uh, we try to reach you know friends and family um, but sometimes they don't really get what's going on up here so at that time, it's always good to seek mentorship or coaching or something like that because what you have going up in your brain, and I'm pointing, but I'm realizing they aren't seeing our video. So what I'm pointing to my brain, everyone, (laughs) what you have going up in your brain, you need help mapping that out um, because I'm I'm a huge believer if you are passionate enough in something uh, and you're good at it, then you can make a business from it. You just sometimes need a little bit more guidance with what that path would look like, which is wh- exactly what you're doing, right? You're you're essentially saying like, I love that you're passionate in this. I love that you're good at this. This is obviously your purpose-driven life, but let's untangle the mess going in your head and create goals, create a strategic plan, create um, that reality and here are the steps to do so. Right. That's, that's essentially what you're doing.
1: Exactly. I love Mm -hmm.
0: that. Oh my gosh. I love that. Okay. So, so you obviously work with a lot of ambitious women then, um, because they're coming to you. (laughs) Yeah. So this is like literally perfect. So in your eyes, um, what do you feel, um, or I guess, how would you explain what ambition means to you as a vision producer?
1: I love that question because I thought about it. Um, mm-hmm. and I you know I thought of myself as ambitious, tenacious, all of that and I think that looking at my life and then the women I work with, it's ambitious it's not just about finding those opportunities and and grabbing them, which I think that is a form of ambition, but for me ambitious really means creating opportunities. Mm and creating whatever doesn't exist, you can create it. I remember I had a coach that said after, oh, after I learned I'm a vision producer, he Mm -hmm. was like, okay, go create clients. Uh, I was like, what? Yeah. (laughs) And that's what I've been doing for the past year, a little bit less than a year. And I realized, oh, there are so many opportunities that I didn't even know existed Mm -hmm. because I didn't think about it that mm-hmm. way. I was waiting. There's, I can't wait. No one knows what a vision producer is. No one's typing in Google. What is a vision? Right, producer?" Right. I think I need one. So I've had to create that and yeah. it's so fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And, and, you know, opportunities come knocking on our door all the time and it's really strange, but not really, because I'm a big uni- uh, universal believer. So obviously this definitely makes sense. I literally was just having a conversation last night with my best friend about this um, because she's moving and she's making a, a pretty big life change. But I was like, you know, opportunities come knocking at your door all the time, but it's up to you to actually accept them and take them um, because the universe is out there to help guide you because it knows like the path that you're supposed to be on. It just might take some longer to get there, some shorter to get there, like you were saying. But if you don't take these opportunities when they come and, you know, ask why they're coming straight to your door, right? So if something happens, you're like, wait a minute, is this something I'm supposed to be taking? Is this a new path I should be taking? Is this a new opportunity? Is this a new brand name, like the happy cactus? Mm -hmm. Should I be running with this or am I just going to ignore it and keep living the life I'm living. Um, so I love, <laughs> I love how you kind of relate ambition to allowing yourself to accept these new opportunities that come knocking on your door all the time.
1: <laughs> right. Oh. Yeah. It's crazy how much there is out I, there yeah. for
0: you. And there, yeah, there's, and the world is like continuously evolving, and, um, you know, there's, there's always something out there that you can take advantage of to help you create that, you know, dream life you've always imagined in whatever aspect that dream life is. Um, but the world's always out there to help you. It's not out there to go against you. Uh, like some may think, (laughs) but that's all a mindset (laughs) thing. So with that also, um, and continuing this journey yourself, do you have something that just like keeps motivating you when you get up in the morning that, you know, it's like, because I mean, obviously going through what you did and like getting let go so quickly, but then also realizing like, this is my path. So that was like a real kick in the butt, (laughs) Uh, like literally pushing you to, to have the business you have today. So with that continuing, what is that thing that, that really just like keeps you going motivated and, and eager to continue? I
1: think it comes in waves motivation, Mm. right? So like, Today, I'm super pumped, and I would say that what keeps me going is so many opportunities that are in my lap, Mm -hmm. but there are times where there's nothing, and it's dry, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it's not as easy to be motivated, Mm -hmm. and I think for me, uh, I've really spent a lot. I moved to a new city a couple of years ago, and I spent an entire year building a foundation of people to support me. Mm. And I feel like I, and I was super intentional about that. So I think that creating your environment is essential to keep, to keep going whatever mm. you're doing. And so I've built that support system. I have, ha- I have, my parents are awesome, all that. Mm-hmm. But I think that having other people, peers, business mm-hmm. peers, mm-hmm. and then just life peers, yes, people who are just doing it with you and, you know, one of my best friends, she's also in business for herself. And we say we need each other because the road is wobbly. Mm-hmm. And it, sometimes it feels like we're on a tight rope, but we can hold each other's hands yes, and support each other when, when things start to feel unstable.
0: Absolutely. And you literally hit it because you not only need mentors to help grow your business and mindset. You not only have your family and your close friends, but they also need to be there to support you. But you also have this collection of awesome peers and other mentors or people in business similar to you uh, because it's hard to do all of this, especially if you're an entrepreneur without having different groups because most of the time, your friends and family uh, aren't on that entrepreneurial journey like you are. So it's really hard to explain, you know, your day in and day out. But you also need them to kind of like help you come back to reality. But then you need that (laughs) other group of entrepreneurs to, you know, get what your day in day out is like to uh, feel the frustrations, but also to celebrate the successes, because they totally get it. Um, You know, you are who you surround yourself with. And, Um, I don't think a lot of people actually believe that. I think they say that a lot, but then they don't really believe that the people you surround yourself with really will determine how you're living um, and Mm -hmm. determine success, not just financially, but success in your happiness, in your relationships, in your health, like the whole shebang. A lot of it is the energy that's surrounding you.
1: Yeah, it's so crucial.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, So to start to kind of end everything, um, (laughs) what is a piece of advice that you have for the listeners here? A lot of them are, well, I haven't met all of them, but um, (laughs) a lot of them are either want to be entrepreneurs or they feel this lack of fulfillment in their life. You know, it's not that life's horrible, but it's that, you know, they they know they're meant to do something bigger. Similar to you actually, I and mean, similar to a lot of um, my interviewees and and these women that come on, it's like you have this gut feeling, I'm meant for more. So what is your mm-hmm. advice that you would give them?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that idea of knowing that you're meant for more. I would say along with that is trust that your future is secured mm-hmm. and keep going.
0: Mm. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's powerful. (laughs) That is, that's, yeah, that's so true. Um, Your future is definitely secure. And uh, I think, I mean, I'm sure you would agree you took a lot of risks to get to where you are now. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that fear is something that everyone experiences, but if you look at it as something that you can practice, Mm -hmm. so if you look at your opportunities, if you're scared to do something, to take a leap, to speak in front of a crowd, whatever that is, um, the more you do it, the pr- the more practice you get, the better you get. So mm-hmm. the fear doesn't necessarily go away, but when you, when you condition yourself to step into that next thing, it does get easier because you get stronger. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I would say that that practice is really key. And it's hard.
0: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I know you have to uh, work on it every single day. And I repeat that a million times on here. Because nothing, I mean, you might see things happening overnight to some people, but realistically, it doesn't. Um, It takes time, it takes patience, it takes the ups and downs, but that's life. And it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. um, wow. So that, that was absolutely beautiful. Thank you so much for all of those words and inspirations and, uh, telling your story and it, yeah, this episode was absolutely mind blowing. So before we turn off, please make sure people know where they can find you online, um, and send you either a DM or an email or whatever that is. Um, just let everyone know where they can find you.
1: Yeah, so I'm uh, my website is the happy and my Instagram is the happy cactus club. And I also do a podcast with my brother. He's a wealth advisor and we just kind of talk about life and business and give our spiel. We just share ideas. He lives mm-hmm. in another city. So our podcast is called Seriously Though. And you can find Seriously, though, wherever you look into podcasts, you'll see girl and a boy that's yes. <laughs> me and my brother <laughs> and honestly we just talk kind of like the way you and I are talking and it's so fun and then I have another podcast that I do that's more geared towards executive women of color mm-hmm. and that's called Color Forward.
0: Awesome. So
1: those are both podcasts that are passion projects of mine um, that started before I started The Happy Cactus. Okay. And um, so but if you go to The Happy Cactus you'll be able to find everything. Perfect.
0: There. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Elisa, for coming on, and I know everyone's gonna get so much value from this. Uh, any final words before we quit?
1: No, thank you for the opportunity here, Absolutely. and I mean this is so fun, and I love what you're sharing with your with your listeners you. and all the stories that you're sharing. I think that's really important and key to to help everyone on their journey.
0: Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's um it's been fun. I I literally started podcasting podcasting just cuz I like talking. There's really no other like <laughs> reason. <too>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People ask all the time. I'm like, I just like talking and I know um, I have a voice to share. So I might as well share it here.
1: (laughs) Yes, I love it. You're doing it.
0: (laughs) Oh, thank you. All right, everyone. Uh, We're going to wrap up. Please go check out Alisa. Feel free to send her DMs. Um, She's super, super friendly. Uh, Just say hi or say that you listened to this podcast and you absolutely loved it. And I will talk to you all next week. See you later. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you got some value or just feel fired up, I would love for you to take a screenshot and tag me in your Instagram stories. It's always so motivating to see you getting the inspiration you needed to level up for my podcast. I'm going to keep showing up and bringing my best self to these episodes, and I encourage you to do the same.